All right, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here, discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and... <laughs> That's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft the Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. So we're live, guys. We're here. We're live. We're on the podcast. Bourbon Cowboy, baby. Viking. Welcome to Lit. Sup? Squirting German. <laughs> mad. Mad, mad Russian. The mad Russian. There we always is. have to help him out. Get your face I don't in know here. why. Scoot over a little bit. You're hogging the couch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, All right. welcome back Enough to the Craft Imperial that. Podcast. We are here at our OG locker sponsor, Lit Cigar Lounge, Chesterfield, Missouri. Best place uh, pretty much in the country to come hang out, meet some cool motherfuckers, pretty have much. a good time, you know what I'm saying? Everywhere in the country. So, well, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, with this COVID travel for sure. Um, all right, it is the Vikings' birthday, and I'm talking to the third person like an asshole. We're all hanging out, having fun. Um, we do have the owner, operating manager, and the man behind Project Carbon cases coming on the podcast here in a few minutes um some scheduling stuff popped up so we're only going to get them for a couple of minutes so we just wanted to make sure that uh volumes are up we got everything ready to go when he jumps on you guys will hear it and we'll talk about that so cowboy what are we drinking i don't know i'm still looking at my cigar it's okay. freaking crazy but we'll get it to is. that <laughs> anyway we are doing each colonel taylor single barrel haven't had this in a while. We had, I, I want to say probably three weeks ago, we had their small batch. We had had it in a long time. It just reminded me how good that almost everything that Buffalo Trace puts out is fabulous. Anyway, that's what we're going to do. This is a bottle and bond single barrel. And uh, I will put on my cheaters and get us the proof. But we know it's 100, right? So it's a uh, bottle yeah, and bond. It's a bottle and bond, so we know it's 100. So, yeah, what's, so I don't uh, even need to get my cheaters. What's everybody smoking? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I'll, I'll start. So uh, the Squirtin' German and I are smoking a, what can only be guessed to be a 2014 Chateau Fuente Opus XA. Um, Perfection A, yeah. Uh, it, it's an A. If you guys get into right, cigars, right. you know what an A is. One thing that's actually interesting about mine is at some point during this cigar's life, um, there were beetles that hatched through it. I've got a beetle hole. But when I tap the cigar and I roll it, there is no powder coming out, so it's not an active situation. It'll be really curious as to what happens to the burn right around this epicenter right here. We'll see what happens. But this will be fun. Um, you guys know if you know me, I am not a Fuente fan. Um, but when you get the opportunity in something golden like this, I mean, you're talking when Carlos Fuente was still alive. Uh, Carlito Fuente was still alive. This cigar was still being rolled. So this will be a lot of fun to uh, get down on this. How about you, cowboy? I've got this massive, I don't even know, it's gotta be at least, what is it, nine and a half, 10 inches? Nine, nine and a quarter. The RC series Tatoate from Miami. It's the Grand Perfecto. The Grand Perfecto, if you'll notice, gets a little bigger and fat right here, about a half inch before the end. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's how she goes. That's a good thing, apparently. 
Anyway, I'm excited about getting this in. I might be smoking on this the rest of the night. This is a bad motherfucker. It's my birthday party. You'll be smoking. Anyway, we're going to be breaking in this. What you got? Mad Russian. What are you smoking? Well, I decided I'd, I'd go the other end of the spectrum. I, I, I found the... The, the, the smallest the, one Yeah, the, 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 the thinnest We're pencil. doing the biggest, he's doing the, the, the smallest. The, yeah, the thinnest pencil dick motherfucker I could find. So I have the uh, Neanderthal. Scoot over here, you're not in here. There you go. We gotta get I, so I have the, the uh, Neanderthal Lancero. All right, well, let's light these babies but up. But I don't think it's, I don't think this is weak, so. No, I think it's going to be fun. We don't want to clip this in. Let this burn through. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just get into that. It's a yeah, perfecto. Yeah, yeah. It's a perfecto yeah. point. So you just, just light that sucker it. up a little bit. And we just go don't want to smoke go. this on a windy day because it'll be a bat out of hell. Um, yeah, so we're doing, we're smoking these. We're getting these all lit up. That's what that moment of silence is. You know, we have it happen often. Um, Project Carbon will be jumping on here in a couple of minutes. We're going to talk to cases. Um, talk a couple of things. You know, I've got the uh, emerald green, Irish green leather finish. Um, Project Carbon case. Um, uh, the Squirtin' German for my birthday got me an FFK, this FFK stand, mm -hmm. right? Uh, this is a, like a teal quartz, it's a skull. So it kind of goes to everything we roll on and it's got a cool, uh, I'll tell you what, for picture purposes, this thing is gangster. Hang on, I do believe we got the man himself popping in. Let's get this video going, we'll check this sound. I hear murmurs. Things finally open or not. <laughs> Man, we all went dead silent. That's a cigar lighting silence, that's sipping lighting silence. Man, I'm <laughs> waiting for somebody to <laughs> jump on the line silence. Down. Yeah, hey brother, you're on, just turn your camera on, man. I can't see you. Hey, can you uh, hear me? Yes, we yeah. can. Okay, cool. Right yeah, now, you look like. Man, oh, that's that's okay, man. Yeah, don't don't worry about forcing that. Um, hope everything's going good at home, man. Thank you for jumping on. Like I said, you're sitting here uh, with the Viking, the Bourbon Cowboy. We got the. Yeah. Squirming German. Squirming German. 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 <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I mean, since we have you for a couple of minutes, let's just kind of get down to the typical stuff you get asked, the boring shit, you know, things like that. Um, yeah. What uh, what was the what was the uh, start behind Project Carbon, man? Like, how did you come into these cases? I know you did some stuff with FFK, so I thought you should see this. The uh, Sean got me this for my birthday, one of his cords, teal skulls, the stands. Oh, that from uh, FFK? FFK, yeah. Yeah, Miguel's a great dude, man. Dude, he's awesome. So, uh, so, uh, Project Carbon, my old uh, IS-300 to bankroll the business. Uh, so basically I had got out of, um, I got out the Marine Corps back in uh, 2001, worked for a health club for about seven, eight years as a general manager. And then uh, after that, you know, they went bankrupt. I left and didn't really have a plan. So I actually went to uh, uh, an auto uh, tech school, graduated. And when I came out, that was the worst time because I think they were offering um, 6.75 an hour to change the oil, so that was the worst thing, though. 
So, you know, I sold my car, bankrolled the business, and that project car began. And I got into cigar smoking, I think, uh, in 2011-ish, maybe, 2000, somewhere around there. And then uh, around 2016, I think that's when I got really into it and started buying a lot of, you know, a lot of toys like we all do. Yep. And uh, from there, I just couldn't find any products that were made in, uh, in carbon design. So, you know, I set up to, you know, to make it and um, my family had always done some uh, manufacturing. So I, you know, I kind of used that line to, uh, to make some products. And, um, you know, back in February 2018, uh, when mm-hmm. everything kind of started, that's when I first rolled out the first, uh, the first product. So that'd be pretty much the background, I guess, of how everything started. Right. Well, so where did you... Um and this will be the last boring question we ask, and we'll get into some fun stuff, I promise, as long as we have you, you know. Um, where did the the layout come for, because I've talked about this with, you know, we have one of the, uh, our buddy the Russian here has owns one of the vaults uh, that you did the cedar tray for. He's got that James Bond password coded fucking, you know, nuclear safe case, um, you know. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, but where, where did your design template come for Project Carbon? Like, I enjoy how, where my cigars sit, it's more of like an envelope opening space, and then you have, you have the area. So, I know on these carbon cases, a lot of people have the cigar pick they put on the side, but I've got a custom Crown Heads pen that was made for me from John and the guys at Crown Heads, and I use it right. to hold the pen in there. It fits in wow. just perfectly, you know? Um, and I love the way the envelope style is on it, where the cigars sit, that you can drop a bovita back there and you can hold them in there. And it's not there's not a, a hard backing that the cigars sit on. They're kind of sitting in a more uh, like soft, protected kind of area versus the typical humidor where you've got the cedar trays and then the band over the top and things like that, you know? Where did this idea of a layout come from? Like, how did you build into this versus getting away from the old, I shouldn't say old, the other style that is, you know, travel humidors. Well, I mean, uh, well, I drew this on a piece of paper, it was just an idea. And, um, you know, I, I thought about, well, the thing is, I, I normally carry three DuPont accessories. Everyone that knows this one, I carry the lighter, the cutter, and a punch. So, I punch my cigars, and a lot of the, the cases out there, I didn't see a, a spot where I could put my punch in. You know? So, um, I just laid everything on a blank piece of paper, and I just made pockets on it. And, you know, going by the design, you know, with me, I always like everything to be like a certain way, you know, uh, form and functional, but balanced. And by having to choose that way, when you're holding the case, the case is very balanced, so you don't feel a lot of weight on either side. And that's even with, with the stand inside though. So, you know, I think it just came naturally because of the three tools I was going to use. I had to make pockets for them. And they weren't going to fit, you know, standing um, uh, vertically. So I had to put them horizontally in order to fit three pockets, you know, all lined up. Right. And from there, the design kind of just, you know, put the logo here and then uh, you put your stand right there and the other side you have your cigars and you're done, you know. Right. Didn't want to make it too much or too complicated, but um, I figured that was the way uh, to, to kind of do it though. Right, and for sure. And one of the things that I find really cool about it is I know in, in, in all your pictures that you put up, you're a DuPont guy. I know you've got your lighters and your cutters from DuPont. 
um, and those fit in the case perfectly. But like each one of us sitting here, we all have different cutters, right? So in my case, right. I've got my Mayan X1, okay? So I carry that, and then I've got my Calibri um, Cassius, the soft flame. You know, it's the right. same build out as the, the Dom that is from um, DuPont, but those right. fit perfectly inside, you know, the sheaths that I think a lot of people would think only would fit, um, you know, certain size cutters and lighters. Like, it, that's kind of the funny thing. Anytime you get a, um, a, a carrying case that's got a cutter and lighter that comes with it, I think the reason that right. cutter and lighter comes with it is because unless you have a Bic and a very small pair of scissors, <laughs> nothing else is fitting in those pockets, <laughs> you know? But then right, you look right. at like the Bourbon Cowboy's got his slimline DuPont here. Um, he's uh -huh. got his Perfecto over there. Um, the Mad Russian has a, I call it the Circumciser. It's that uh, C3 Zykar, the circle with the the kind of uh, Star Wars Galactic Battler looking thing. Or the creme, <laughs> or the creme de la melter. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, and then you look at like the German, put your lighter there. He's got that new Calibri color coded. All of right. these fit in these pockets, which is really unique. So when you were drawing this up on paper, did you specifically design these pockets to be wide enough for a range of fittings or was that just, uh, you know, dumb luck and draw the straw? No, I think it was um, a lot of luck and draw because, you know, the DuPont products that I used were the bigger size, like the Diffy, the mm -hmm. Diffy lighter, um, you know, the regular cutter and the punch. And they were all a certain size. I think I got lucky. And, you know, by doing the design that way, the case feels uh, balanced when it's in your hands where you don't have, you know, you, and I didn't plan on that, but it just worked out that way. So, right. you know, when you have a little, I guess, you know, OCD, like how I do, where things have to be a certain way. You know, and it has to be symmetrical. It just kind of works out with the balance. So, you know, that case, it took me at least um, two, three different versions to get it the way that I, I kind of wanted to. And um, you know, since um, since you know, two years now, I mean, it's been it stayed the same. It stayed in that in that format. So, um, I mean, just to put a little something out there, I may have some uh, new stuff coming out with some added features. And I noticed a lot of people are using more oversized lighters and stuff, and I might make a case to accommodate that. But oh, okay. you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff in the works that um, that we're doing, and uh, new products coming out in about a month, and later this year, um, some more new products and some collaborations, and um, also going into a different field besides just uh, cigar accessories. So well, I don't spent don't leave that of, hanging yeah, there. What do you like? What what do you can you say what you're diving into? Uh, I think I'll release little tidbits of it on, okay. on IG through the okay. story. All right, all right. But I spent, the, I spent the better part of the two years in this business to build up the brand. Okay. So, I mean, if you look at the logo, it doesn't really say cigars at all, you know? No. It doesn't I, really mean cigars. It could be well, anything. Well, and, and, so. and that's something that's interesting. I, I kind of wanted, you know, you say that the logo doesn't, doesn't say anything about cigars anymore, but I think you've built this brand to a point that anyone that is, that is, I'll put it this way. I, I used to say this comment that you had to be into cigars to know certain things. If you're into right. the, the social media aspect of cigars, Project Carbon oh. is synonymous with cigars now because because of the cases, because, because of what people post with them. The cool, you know, your little figurines and your embassy coin that's always sitting, you know, with, uh -huh. with all, you know, it's become synonymous. That view you have on your patio looking out over Cal, you know, you know the, the West yeah. Coast, it's, 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 it's real, real unique. Well, I mean, um, honestly, any, 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 you look at on on any cigar page, it's just posting pictures of 
of awesome cigar pictures, right? That are that are taken well, edited well, that that have some extremely vintage, like great cigars as well as like great pours, or, or you know, whatever it may be. I mean, time and time again, when I'm rolling through just like the search function of Instagram, where it shows you all of the different things that are kind of like in your wheelhouse, right? That you might be interested in. I can tell you time and time and time again people are featuring your pictures from what you're putting on Instagram. So yeah, I would, I'd have to agree with the Viking on that one. Like you've definitely become synonymous with Project Carly, but I also don't think that it limits you, limits you to that at all. Um, I think that- right. Well, I mean, with the, with the new products that are coming out and some new capabilities, um, I mean, I'll put it out there. We'll be able to um, to laser in your, your name or initials on the, on the, on the travel case. Well, um, be, I have some challenge coins coming out. Uh, there's going to be some really cool products and uh, other products in uh, in different fields. And given that I'm a veteran, I mean, in the 2A field, that's something I'm very, very interested in doing. For sure. Okay. And, doing some, and doing some collaborations also with these uh, companies that are in the 2A field. So those are definitely coming. And um, of the two years, with all the support, I've been able to you know, save and raise some of the capital for me to uh, kind of venture out and do some new things, you know, with right. the logo and, and and just, you know, just have fun. I mean, end of the day, we do this to uh, support our families. Um, at the same time, we do it because we're very passionate about, um, you know, what we do, you know. Um, there's just nothing in my mind, you know, that's when you sit down and have a cigar and have a drink, it's just relaxes me for like a good hour, you know. And everything is just good after that. You know for, what I mean? For sure. So, it's a, we've talked about yeah. that many times. It's a calming effect. All right. So I uh-huh. want to ask you, I know, I know you only have a little bit of time. I don't want to keep you any more than we can. Um, I want to talk about these vault cases, if we can. I know that you uh-huh. designed the cedar tray, right? Is, is that proper? Uh-huh. Right. Huh? Are they the are they the vault cases? Is that what they are? Uh, the vault the vault tech cases. Vault tech right? cases. Yeah. Uh, the vault tech life pods actually. Right, right, yeah, yeah, the life pod, yeah. So it's interesting because both of these guys have one. My co-host, the Burma right. Cowboy, and, yeah, and the Mad Russian. Back, but go ahead. Um, but this, because let, let's be honest, this is just a sidearm gun case, right? I mean, that's that's what this thing is. And then, well, I think they, they modeled it um, with their uh, their life pods, which okay. I mean, if there, there's multi-use. You can put a gun in there, right. or you can put your valuables. And because it's you know it's um, airproof, I mean, if you wanted to put, I don't know, cannabis to um, you know other goods, I mean, you can do that when you're traveling. I think they're also TSA compliant. Well, they are. That's so, that's the interesting thing. Because yeah. I, I looked this up and I was curious about it. And this is something I wanted to, I was waiting until we talked to share this. Because uh-huh. it can be secured. By, it's, you know how TSA is now, and it, with, yeah. with respect it should be, right? For in certain totally. reasons. Uh-huh. But because of the way it, it, it's got a triple, I think they call it a triple security feature, how it latches shut, it's um, water, water sealable, and you can coat it shut. You can travel with that in a carry-on on a plane. Right. Well, I travel with my carry-on, and the only problem they had with my cigars, you know, the case I carry, yeah. was my Belvita bag. They'd never seen those before. Inside that, they wouldn't matter. Lighter, you can put your lighter in there, your cutter. You can carry it all on the plane because because of the security feature of it. No one can just grab it and unlock it. Only you can assess it. So nobody can it. open and grab my Belvita bag. Not out of that. Yeah. 
out of your little Zyko, they just pop the tops off and I steal like that shit. I got my fucking Mobita bag out of there <laughs> on my feet. Whatever. That was um, curious, though, how enamored they were by that Mobita bag. It, four, four stops. Two guys just like couldn't figure it out. Like, what the hell is this? Well, that's that's it's interesting. It's a Volvita humidor bag. You guys not seen these? Yeah, because I mean, any, I won't even bring them if that's a big fucking problem. Like any any anytime I've traveled back with cigars, you know, like I, I always carry like six or six, ten or whatever in, in my carry on because you might hit a, you know, some airports still have smoking spots, so you might be able. You might on ten hour fucking layover, and the plane gets delayed, and you're there for three days. Or like a nightmare. small cigar lounge on the yeah, airplane. Dude, like, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say, me? when you're when you're leaving Actually, the Bahamas, the Great Cliff well, Cigar Lounge is in the airport. I'm just, I'm just, Actually, I don't mind getting there early. Last time I traveled, <laughs> well, see, last time I traveled through Dubai, they didn't care about 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 my cutter, but they didn't want to let me through with a with, with a tourniquet. Mm. You know, the standard DoD issue tour- tourniquet. Right. They took it. So, bro, if you can see, uh, we're smoking. Um, this was a gift to me from the guys at FFK and uh, the squirting German there. We're smoking these uh, 2014 Opus X um, Chateau Perfection A's. Oh, um, nice. Smoking on that. Uh, he's trying to change my mind and talk about Opus a little bit. It was kind of funny. It was a long story. Well, we did talk. We were going to go old. We were. We were going to go old. So we'll go through some of it. <laughs> um, the, go ahead and tell me what you're smoking, man. And uh, I'm on this Tatuaje uh, RC series. I think these are nine and a half. He's always particular on every little number. But uh, this is the nine and a half RC Tatuaje series. I'm gonna be on this thing for another hour and a half. It seems like it's a long. That's a batch. that's a two-hour smoke right there. Yeah, it's a good smoke. Yeah, but it's going good. I'm getting into the meat of it right now. It's probably 11 and a half when you got started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the belly took a couple inches away. It happens. Um, uh, so you you have you have quite in your pictures, and I've seen what you've been posting on your Instagram story about your Opus collection. Um, are you a, are you a, obviously you're a big Opus guy? You enjoy Fuente tobacco. Is that is that your Fuente tobacco? Or are you just an Opus guy, or do you venture into some of the baseline, you know, regular production items that they have? Uh, you know what? My my smoking rate is maybe two, three sticks a week. So, and you know, the thing about Opus is, I think they make the most beautiful bands in the world. You know, a lot of effort, um, really great backstory behind the company, but. They make really beautiful cigars, lots of different Vitolas. I mean, every series they put out there, it just gets eaten up. I mean, that pink and rare is like hot right now. Well, um, yeah, but that's, like, that's black, like trying to find purple I hope, ring. If I can yeah, say just this, every, you know, yeah, I know, you're, that I know comes your out, kids in there, gone, but if, if, you know? Sorry, sorry, I was talking about one eye. Sorry. Um, like you're saying about those special releases, there was always one opus that was so funny to me. And uh, uh-huh. since your kids there, I'll hold it tight. The pea juice. Oh, okay. Do you remember that cigar that was re- it was released in Florida in 2012 at that Fuente event? And that, that thing has become a commodity, man. It's like the largest that unicorn. Thing is, that thing is uber hard to get. Right. Even the, the Blue Lancero, I, I that to, is I uber have to hard ask to get. You, where, where, are you, where are you from? I'm in California right now. Right, right. But, did, you, uh, did you spend any time in Hawaii? Yeah. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, when I was in the Marine Corps, I did. Uh, right. I went to Camp Penn, Okinawa, and then Barstow. That was my duty stations. Oh, okay. All right. You've got that. I spent I spent about 15 years of my life in Hawaii, so you have that. Uh, you've got that island boy kind of twang thing going. And just you know, just checking the kind of hang the hang on the end of your words. I just thought you were kind of like a like a kawaii kind uh, of lana no, kai hang out kid, you know. 
<laughs> cool, man. Um, well, I'm super excited for what you've got coming out. Um, where we're at right now, we're at our locker sponsor, uh, Lit Cigar Lounge, Chesterfield, Missouri. Um, they actually are retailers of yours. They have a couple of the Project Carbon cases. Um, they've sold a few of them, um, which is which is super awesome. You know, they're the only place we've seen them in in St. Louis, to be honest. Uh, that's where we're at right now. I, think uh, I told you that. Right. In St. Louis, um, which is super cool. But I'm really excited to see what what you push forward with. Um, you know, we're we're always there to support you the way the way that you know you support everyone else and. I'm very, very curious and excited to see how um, how you you continue to progress. It's, and one thing I want to ask you, if, if you don't if you don't mind, you know, most people that jump into the cigar industry, they don't try and attack the accessory side because uh-huh. it's been done. But you know what I mean? Like it, it, anytime before Project Carbon, before these these vault live these these pods, you know, before those, you know, before Zycar was doing. Um, there are dual blade cutters and the scissor cutters and all this. There was no one doing it, and it's kind of been owned by certain companies and doing their thing. And maybe you probably answered this question once already, but what dove you into the accessory side? Like, what 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 made you want to? And, and I guess you answered this talking about your cutter and your lighter and that. But was there something that that was it just pure convenience that drove you to that, or? Was there something else that wanted the perfect case that that idea came from that, you know, the, the availability, think, um, the storage, you know what, I'm like just, that? I'm just that type of person where I like to modify everything and make it personal, like my own. Like every car that I've ever owned, I've always dropped it, you know, put wheels and just did a whole bunch of stuff, you know, and that just, and when it came to cigars, I just think cigar smoking is such a, is such a timeless and beautiful thing. And it's something very personable too, you know? And, um, you know, the way I feel about accessories and cigars in general, I mean, there's a word that, that's out there to each is their own. Yeah. And I think um, it's important that you don't get too caught up into um, brands and labels. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you, know, you can create your own, you know, and doing this type of business is really humbling. I mean, especially when I see people using my cases, I'm very humbled. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think like, you know, everyone should you should do your own go your own way use the products that you like and 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 that's great and i think that's that's the best thing for it you know and i know a lot of people get caught up in the brands and everything but you know i I like dupont because they just make some really you know sexy stuff you know and i'll use calibri and i'll use a lot of stuff if you ask if you look at my collection of, of travel cases i mean i have a peter james case i have um you know i have cases from uh uh, William Roth, I don't know if you heard that company, uh, from, from Billy. Uh, his name is uh, on IG's BK, BK23. I'm yeah. not sure if you follow him. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, I, I buy whatever I like and I'll use it, you know. I might not even use my own travel case when I go out sometimes. If it's convenient, I'll use even Sun and Sun, um, their tubes. So, you know, besides yeah, just Sun, being a, Sun um, Sun does make those, uh, a manufacturer, yeah, tubes, besides being a manufacturer, yeah. I'm also a, a fan, you know. And that's why I like to support, you know, other people that are in the industry. And um, I think it's important that we do that also because, you know, that's how we, that's how I, you know, how I run a business basically, you know, with all the support that I get through Instagram or Facebook and just word of mouth. So I really do appreciate it though. Yeah, that, that's awesome, man. And I, I want, you know, we want to thank you for jumping on and doing this little thing with us. Um, you know, uh, I know you got, you got to get back to your family. I hope everything's okay and everything's going well. 
Um, but thank you so much, man. We're very excited to get into whatever you've got coming next. We're fans. We're going to be part of it. Um, and maybe in another year or six months, whatever, we do this again with a new product and we go over it again. You know? Yeah, that sounds um, good. That I, sounds I just really want to say I want to thank you um, for the expedited shipping on the case. And damn, the thing's prettier in person than it is in your pictures, man. Your pictures don't do them justice. Oh. I gotta thank say you. that thank they're you. they're awesome, and uh, we're super excited that you were able to come on here, and the product is amazing, and I just want to say thank you, man. Okay, hey guys, hey, uh, have a good day. Uh, thank you, and uh, see you guys again in a couple months. All yeah, right, man, man right Absolutely, on, man. Have a good day. All right, Thanks, cheers man. and be safe. Bye. Be easy, bye. All right, so I don't even know. So are we still on the air with. We on the air. Podcast is on. Yeah, and what I'm gonna do now, I don't even know where this Xbox shit came from. I don't know what that is. We couldn't see him, or he couldn't see us. Well, that was a. I said, but I'm gonna do this little treat here, Sheldon. If you would grab your mic here, hook back up, buddy. I'm gonna hit record on this button, and if you could just push that back to that barrel. Yeah. That would be quack tastic. We'll push that back to that barrel. Thank you. We All right, guys. Well, that was uh, rodeo going. We had um, we had Project Carbon on. That was awesome. We didn't think we were gonna get that, um, but we did. <laughs> so um, yeah, let's let's get in. That was awesome. I mean, I'm really excited to see what's coming down down the line. Um, Mark, that's that's some fun stuff that I didn't want to talk about yet. That thing is TSA. You could carry that in a laptop in a backpack, lighter cutter, everything inside. And it's because of the security feature on it, the, the, the locking mechanism of the humanoid stuff. <clears throat> so I, I tried different configurations. Um, I, I actually ordered a, a, a slimmer cutter, something kind of like this. It just hasn't arrived yet, something that, that I thought would fit here. I tried my circumciser in, 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 in the lid there, but the but when I when I started double stacking the, the the cigars, I was afraid that 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 it was gonna smush them, and so I decided if I'm if I'm ever gonna do that, I, I need to maximize space. I also was afraid. <coughs> I, so these are these. Oh. God so, damn, that's a lot of button presses. So I was afraid that I, I was afraid of stretching out these leather pockets. I don't, I don't know. They're 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 intended for it, and I can and I, I you know I, look, I can get three fingers in. So so there's enough space. Yeah, but it also presses. <laughs> Did you get his giggle anyway? I can get three fingers. <laughs> but you can also press down on those. Start pressing down on those cigars too. There's limited space, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I was able to, 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 to close it without 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 really, you know, jamming it down, mm-hmm. and 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 so it, like it, even even if you look at this at, at this like holes, one, one, there, one there. single row configuration, I can I can get I can get my hand on it here. So it's not and and you can see how 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 freely these move around. Yeah. So there's so so I don't really feel like there's. The, the, show the lack. show the case, dude. This is going for the patrons. Show these guys the case. Hold it up there. Hey, how, how you doing? Good. Hopefully, you guys can see that. Yeah, I think they can. Yeah, it's on there. 
So, well, that's cool. Get something to fill that thing in. Um, you know, you do buy sense fine. You, you sure that the, the circumcised doesn't fit in the pocket? It, it does. But I was afraid that, that like, when I, had, when I had other cigars stuffed in here, I was afraid that that that, that it, it would it would it would squish them. Well, that's why you don't overbalance the the, the capacity of it. You know, like you got to hold it tight on there. But it's like I found a little cheat code on the Project Carbon case. So I got five cigars in the pocket, right? I just put one to the side of the crease, one to the other side of the crease, and zip it up. And they they hold in there fine. I've been in a backpack all day. Nothing's wrong with them. <laughs> a little cheat code. I mean, but that's that's cool. The TSA thing about that makes that wantable. And so then this is the app that tracks the temperature and humidity. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Cutter, lighter. Probably have some room in there for something else as well. Oh, I don't care what you guys say. I got, I got, I have a literal Pelican case that I fit like 15 cigars in. So, fuck all you people. Yeah, well, I think this I is. I think this is. I bought cool, five cool cigars online. Cigar. <laughs> <laughs> that actually free. probably would work, though, wouldn't it? Throw a couple of movie packs it in there. It does work. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Um, all right, well, let's get in. Let's get into these cigars. We've been sipping on this uh, single barrel E.H. Taylor, and I have become a fan of E.H. Taylor. Like, I, I sent you guys a picture uh, last week. I was out somewhere drinking the single barrel rye, bottle and bond rye, yes. E.H. Taylor. Yes. Um, this stuff is amazing. And I do have a bottle of E.H. Taylor. I think I have the small batch, the easy one, right? That's, is that the easy one? Yeah, small I batch, actually like general have, production one, Mark. I've the, got a small yeah. batch, I've got a single barrel, and then I've got a barrel proof uh, in the Cowboy Vault. Um, the one I was really hoping to grab is the grain of the gods, the four grains, but those are hard to find. But that's all part of the beauty of, of uh, you know, collecting. And you just, as you go along, maybe, you know, walk in one day and that's your lucky day. Somebody has what you're looking for. Right, well, that's, that's, like, Mark's, that's like the Russian's funny story about Midwinter's Night Dram. This guy tells me one time, I'm talking about how I'm so excited for our bottles to come in. I find it, and he goes, yeah, the last one I found, I walked into a Schnooks and it was sitting in the allocated case. That's and I went, uh, it was, Schnooks. It, yeah, and it was, it was it was the Schnooks and Arnold. And, and I, I saw that in the case, and so uh, it, it's, it's locked. So I, I went over, they, they had a guy who was like stocking the tomatoes, and I was like, hey, I want to buy that bottle. He's like, look. Uh, hey, uh, tomato guy. I want yeah. to buy that bottle. He's like, he's, 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 he's like, put down the Romas and get the key. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, he's like, look, I don't know anything about that. I, I, I stock the produce. So, well, well, can you can you call the manager? He's like, well, you know, you 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 can you can go up to the register or something. He's like, nope, I'm not leaving that case. I want I, I want that bottle, and I want somebody else to get around it. Oh, <laughs> Well, it's fun how that stuff, when we did uh, Sometimes that's gig, fun. Sometimes that's fun. I found a small batch uh, for $65 at the gas station. Yeah, Just but, sitting up there on the shelf. I'm like, oh, hello, beautiful. You know, but I told you guys, uh, speaking of one of those for 65 bucks? Yeah. What the f- you know, Not the but, single barrel, the small batch. Oh, small but, batch right by your house. Yeah, but you know, speaking yeah. of E.H. E. Taylor, I, I walked into a liquor store in D.C., and the guy had the uh, the tornado bottle, you know, the one that... The, Warehouse C, so yes. I had the tornado, yeah. yeah. It, that's blue, something blue, that's yeah. coming out. So, yeah, I was going to talk about that. So... $7,600 bottle. Well, yeah, but but it was it was, it was it was priced at $1,600. And at the time, I, 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 what I told the guy is, how about this? I'll, I'll, I'll put $500 on, on it now, 
put it on layaway, and and we can, and 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 I will. Did you say no Kmart? I, I, I said I. How about I, I, I take my wheels and tires off? I'll give them to you. No, Wait, hang said, on. Excuse me. No, Here's my dead said, drive said, from. No, but I, 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 I said, look, I, I, we, we can set up even a direct deposit, so you know you get your money, two hundred fifty a month until 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 it's paid off, and he was like. Like, I've never heard of bourbon layaway. <laughs> he said, anyway, anyway, bitch, this ain't no Kmart. This is a uh, Walmart I'll bourbon. Take, I'll take your liver, though. What the fuck though. is this, Black Friday? Like, the fuck? This ain't Mexico, man. You ain't trading a liver for a bottle? Get the fuck out of here. There ain't no worm in the bottom. <laughs> I mean, I would, but... Yeah, 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 right. Um, so anyway, uh, how, yeah, speaking of that Warehouse C thing, we were talking about it the other day. So that Warehouse C is the tornado bottle that that's the warehouse survived. The um, a tornado. Yeah, sur- survived a tornado that went through Kentucky. Yeah, blew the top off. They they, yeah. they 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 put tarps over the over the barrels. Actually, at the at the, at the Buffalo Trace Distillery, they they actually had some some cool photos of that. So yeah. Well, what's happening now is there's supposed to be another regular production bottle, E. H. Taylor, coming out that's got the label coloring of four grain. So all of this right here that's always red on the yeah, bottles, it's like, it's a, like powder a powder blue, baby, yeah, a powder blue, baby blue, something like that, and it's called Warehouse C. Now it's getting a lot of attention because everyone is thinking that tornado bottle is coming back. No, this is just the six-year bottle and bond that's coming out of the Warehouse C. <clears throat> Since the tornado, they put a roof back on. They reaged some shit. <laughs> Something's coming back. I'm kind know. of surprised they don't have the barrel ready for the uh, uh, the Barton collapse. You know, in Barton's. Seventeen ninety two. Yeah, the 1792 Barton collapse, uh, and all the animals were happy, if not dead, in the in the area. And uh, I'm surprised they don't have that out yet, because you know that's going to be a winner. Oh yeah, everybody's going to want the Barton Collapse series. For sure. Um, so let's, how's the, uh, that Lancero Neanderthal? I almost don't have to ask, I can tell you for you. Did you bring your blowtorch? Yep. Okay, that's proper. You brought it to, right right to the house the other day. Gonna burn this fucking place <laughs> down. It just right works, I, I, anyway, I don't need to get into that. I love anyway, it. How's I'm really cigar, kinda, man? I'm very, um, Hang on. I'm not as bitchy, I just wanna like, I'm into teasing people today for whatever reason, but this like well, only tease you can get teased back, baby. Those rules. This. It's like swing back, dude. I will. That thing is. Shapes, I'm down to. I don't know. I don't like talk inches because everybody gets silly. But um, yeah, well, we're getting to the creme of the creme. Dick, so your Schwartz is almost as long as mine. Well, we don't, it's not a competition. <laughs> we're not going to be laying them on the table or anything. But anyway, you might. So, what is this story, Mark? Maybe you know. I, I was, you know, I got hit today about this lighter. There was a lighter that was put out. It's a golden lighter. LFD. Yes, around sixteen thousand yeah, dollars. This Florida lighter. Manicana to celebrate Lito Gomez's 58th or 60th birthday. Right. Created 10 pieces of a lighter, the entire lighter. And there's actually a really funny story about this that I'll tell very quickly after. This lighter is cased in 16 karat gold. Fuck. Has 122 quarter carat sapphires on the lighter. The LFD logo is in rubies. The was it a lighter or a cutter? I thought it was they're, a cutter. They're, they're, it's a cutter. Okay. The, sorry, I was saying the, lighter. Yeah, the cutter, the cutter. 88 of them. 88, sorry, thank you. No, 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 no. You got the story wrong. 
he's right on the original, the cutters were. But when you bought this $16,000 uh, lighter, you were in a club. You were in the Golden Cutter Club, is from what I understand. Oh, well, the, the one that I know about that actually hit the market to be bought. Now, I know LFD did a lighter, but the cutter hit the market to celebrate Lido's. Um, the lighter was, it was about, I think it was at the show, it was fifteen four ninety nine with no tax. Okay. Right? So the now they're coming out it. with another 88. They're only going to make 88. Well, that's fine. But the fucking end of the, end of the conversation and point is, look here, dildo. You spend $16,000 on a lighter, hand it to me to light a cigar, I'm going to punch you so hard in the face because you're going to be able to afford the, the reconstructive, you know, like 16000 on a lighter for what? You're going to beat it up, turning turning the, the flame up and down. You're going to beat it up, putting the wrong fuel in it because you don't know what you're doing. But it was a cutter. A cutter anyway. What happens okay. to steel? It goes. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm just I mean, selling not, this club. A, if you're if you're buying $16,000 lighters, that's not the bourbon I mean, in the Viking I, I feel club, like, right? I feel like I half mean, an no, asshole. We're not in that club. I feel like half so, an asshole every time I hand my cutter to somebody because it's the X1 Mayan Damascus steel blade dual cutter. That's a fucking $500 cutter. The Damascus They made 600 blade. of them, and I have one of them. Yeah. Super cool, Arnold right? Schwarzenegger personally signed it and forged it in the movie. What does that have to do with Damascus steel and Mayan blades? It just sounds like very masculine steel being forged. Oh, that ain't nowhere near the one they well, did no, a couple years this ago. Is, the one is that the new one they're yeah, doing? The 88? Yeah. They're only no, doing okay. the 88? That's $16,000. You should cut your dick off. This is a 18 karat, I don't know what the price is, 18 karat gold. Some of them have sapphire, some have diamonds. And if you get them, then if you buy it, then you're part of the 88 member club right. that allows you to get Andalusian Bull Doritos. A special line of cigars. Yeah. Yes, by agent. And you still have to buy them or they give them to you? They're given to you. Given to you. Oh, that's super cool. <laughs> well, I mean, if we had that amount of fucking money, we'd um, definitely go for that. No, but. it's still like Bill Gates can walk in here right now and be like, dude, I love you. Here's my money. I'd be like, hmm. What can I do with $16,000? You bought our Golden see, Clarions uh, back care. in you know, 1980. It's an Andalusian boy. Now we're going to give you Golden Cup holders. Right. And you belong to the Remember club. that time you gave me your kidney? Here's a lot. Uh, 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 Thanks. Anyway, I just thought that was a crazy-ass side note. I'm like, wow. Is this really where we're at? Mm -hmm. So, since we're talking about let's talk about these Opus X. Chateau Fuente 2014 or before. We don't really know. Perfection A's. <laughs> so these are A's. Yep. Uh, are which A's. means Lajero grade wrapper tobacco. That's pretty much what a name means. Um, so it is an Opus X. So this is Dominican broadleaf on this. And I'm just going to say it's no double Chateau Fuente. It's no 94, but it is uh, spicier. There's a little more heat to it. But what well, I'm curious about on mine is, like I said in the beginning, I got some beetle holes, man. At some point, there was yeah. some stuff going on. I know. I, I got a little wrapper back. break up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and, I, and I've got a wrapper. This split is a good. Too, this so. is a good opus. It's good. I, it's good. I, I would. I like it. I, I mean, would smoke these all the time. Not at forty-five dollars a stick. No. But I do want to say, talking to some of, of friends that I have, forty-five. Now the, these are picked up from FFK. Mm -hmm. Guys, check out FFK. FFK stands on uh, Instagram. You guys can see. The stand that the squirting German got me for my birthday. It's a skull, a little teal color, super gangster. I love it a lot. 
Um, it's really creamy. You know, it's good. It's good. This it is, is a good opus. No, this it's is a good great, I mean, it's great cigar. Really it just sucks creamy. that, like, well, you know, you've got so the beetle holes. I've got a split in my wrapper here a little bit, which it also this also could so be. Up. Should I should be be smoked this kind of fast, so the heat could have done that. So very I won't I won't ride it off because of that. I mean, so I mean, I like it. I mean, I. It was one of those things where the opportunity presented itself. You know, that could have been because you pulled the cellophane off, put it back in that box. That could have been that, that also too. could have been that too. So, you know, but then it's also curious because no, no, mine was in the cellophane and I still have a crack. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, they're also. I mean, when I talked to the guy at FFK Stands, he he he, he alluded to like a twenty-year age statement on these guys. So, I mean, it could just be the age, you know, right? But I don't know. But at the end of the day, like, it's a good smoke. I mean, like you said, there's a, there's a little bit of spice present there. Um, a lot of earthiness in there. There's something that I can't really put my finger on, but it's really, really, really good. I'm a huge, I mean, I'm a big fan of this particular smoke. Like I said, I mean, I would love to smoke them again. I don't know when I'll, I'll spend that money on it again. Well, I would do it again. I would like to uh, maybe off front the next play. I'll go ahead and do that. I'll contact FFK. Miguel, I think, right? We go, yeah, I'll contact them and I'll see about getting maybe four or five of them. Um, I'd like to do it again. I'd like to try a different year, but I'd also like the curious, like this is interesting. You know, you, it's not often, if, so let's do a little cigar nerdism real quick, right? Made a word, nerdism. Like bro, no, I think nerdism is Nerdism's a word? Nerdgasm. Nerdism. Nerdgasm. Cigarism, nerdims, you know, stuff like that. Typically, what's actually unique about the way that this beetle hole is here, is usually when you have that the cigar is destroyed okay because beetles do not just dig up and out they dig through hatch and come out right so usually this thing ideally if this were a fresh hole or if that beetle had actually done anything right his life sucked this wouldn't burn this way you wouldn't be able to hold nash you wouldn't have steady build with you can tell dominican right straight magnesium you know this solid white ash you wouldn't have any of that and what's not happening is when you smoke it. There's no smoke coming from that hole. Very little, but when you blow, oh, I yeah, getting some. Some. nothing comes out of the hole until you draw, which means that the whatever path the beetle took, he went that way and not up. Is it possible there's any beetles in the wood when they put it in the fucking box? No, because no, 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 because the tobacco beetles are not in wood. Oh, okay. every single tobacco. It's it's like every. Um, I was kind of kidding. There's a parasite in every. Well, I mean, like, even yeah. So what happens is right now. No, 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 no. Right now, the cigar you have, this cigar. If I put this cigar outside in 70 degree or above and leave it for a couple of days, you'll see a bunch of holes coming out of the cigar. The larva will hatch. There's larva in every single tobacco on every single cigar. You can't get rid of it because they don't use pesticides on the tobacco, okay? The larva is there. Now, typically, 98% of that larva, once you ferment and it hits heat drying and the tobacco has been sitting for three, four, five years, larva just dies and it's it's almost like having a scab on the tobacco. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you smoke Connecticut, you see like a little green spot. There's two options there. That was either a moisture point when the tobacco, when the tobacco was curing and aging or that's where a larva was that died out and the, the moisture from the larva itself caused the spot on the tobacco. Nice. You know, there's a bunch of different things. But it's it's good. I'm gonna show this out there now. You guys know my, I wouldn't call it hatred, but my just straight unbelieving in Arturo Fuente cigars and especially calling them the Dominican powerhouse. I, I don't think that's the case. This Opus, I would smoke this over and over. This is a true Dominican broadleaf rollout. Um, awesome cotton mouth kind of dry experience. 
all of that's there. This is a good cigar. I enjoy this a lot. I really do. It's a very good cigar. I was telling the Russian on mine right now. I'm getting into, so I would probably started here. I'm down to here. I opened it up just a little bit more. My draw's better now. But I'm getting to the real meat. This was really kind of creamy up to about here. And now I'm getting into some fatty flavors right in here. So this is, uh, it's like a dinner almost, mm -hmm. you know? It yeah, starts those, those off with a little creamy, easy going, incredible. then you yeah. get into your steak and potatoes, and <laughs> and then maybe back in here there might even be a little dessert, who knows? The, 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 it's a full uh, meal. The issue that I had with, with that particular one is I, I smoked it pretty fast, and I was getting the tar build up, at, uh, and I don't know how common that is. I, I used to have that problem a lot, especially with Lanceros, and as you can see in this one, I'm not, I'm not, it's not happening because I've, I've learned to, to moderate the way that, 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 that I smoke it, so. I gotcha. Well, I don't know. A little tar build up so far, but I opened it up and now she's, she's open. Anyway, so well, we just the, the EH Taylor was great. What are we, what are we gonna step into next, guys? Well, well whatever you guys want. I think I brought Here's this. Um, I don't know. Are we live? Can they actually see what we're doing here? Yeah, we're gonna record this. Uh, okay, so well, we'll have pictures. Hold on a second. Well, we do have pictures, but either I'm showing this up in case we get it on. This is the old elk. This is a um, a five year for all intents and purposes wildwood wine and spirits. Am I correct? On dogwood that? wine and spirits. Our dogwood. Dogwood is in wildwood. For some reason, I can't get the wildwood on it. But anyway, this is dogwood. I had some of this the other day. I was looking for oh, another bottle, and I had some of this. And you know, barrel picks are the way to go right now because you can't always find a unicorn, so you're, you're looking for good uh, barrel picks. And this old elk, I have a bottle of it. I've had it for probably a year and a half. Old elk has really come a long way. I think their presentation, their bottle is fabulous. The cork, you know, is kind of fitted with Kind of the end. I don't know if they call it the knob. Knob. It's a knob. It's a knob of a shed. So the knob. The it's knob like the is actual the, knob that connects the to moment the moment where, like, where your finger yeah. meets your knuckle. Yeah. And um, so anyway, I grabbed this, and, and I thought it was really worthy of uh, a purchase and having on the the show as well as having in the vault. So this is a single barrel. I don't know what the proof is, but so, we're going to pour that. Let me see if you can... See if I find the proof uh, on it. I don't have my cheaters. <laughs> old, elk, old elk tries to hide it a little bit. Yeah, 115.2 on this proof. Yeah, I missed it. I'll go back to that. So we're 115 on the proof. Lucas Liquors. This is interesting because... So Lucas Liquors is what became Dogwood Wine and Spirits sitting out there and... Manchester well, Wildwood kind of area. area. So this must have been picked before eight in the morning. The name change came for the uh, for the company itself. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of excited okay, well, to uh, sip down on that. Tell me what which my dog is cool. Going on my dog. Okay. So I'm excited to try on that. I think we I drank on uh, on uh, on Monday. We had the uh, rye. You can go yeah. which, yeah. which was really not this not this rye. Not it's just like regular old elk rye. It's like a green green label old elk. You know, I I, I don't know, just an old elk rye. 
So I was telling him. All right. When, when, when he, when he All right, first so All right, so we're gonna pour this. So I would, I mean, I'm sorry, did I, was I stopping when, over when, here? When, when he first pulled that out, um, I mentioned that. That a uh, friend stopped by my house with a, with, with a bottle of their, uh, of their, uh, Weeded bourbon. Yeah. And well, uh, that's that's their regular production, right? Just old elk. Well, this was this was a bottle. This was a barrel pick, uh, um, and I don't rem I I don't remember where he got it, but he liked it enough that that he said they had two cases left, and he bought all of it. Oh shit! So he brought a bottle of just so, so that we could try it, and then and then gave me what was left of the bottle, and I meant to bring it today kind of ironic that you have that here and uh so i guess we'll have that on, a, on, a, on, a, on another yeah because it's not like we can't have a multitude of old elks because there's a lot of different old elks out here right now man you guys want to know one of the cool things about cigars and sometimes the taste flavors and things that come off that you don't expect so I go to throw the cigar in my mouth just drawing in after smelling the whiskey real quick and between the smoke sitting on my palate while i inhaled and, and smelt the whiskey it was peanut butter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I, I feel like when you get reviews and people talk about cigars, they they try so hard to pinpoint what it is you're tasting. They throw away those quick moments, right? Like we joked when we did that Christmas episode, and we had the principal uh, the principal cigars Tracy with that um, so Christmas rye from <laughs> Wilderness Trail, right? And I said gingerbread cookies. No, I don't know. If it was I don't know if. It the, Sorry, I almost forgot my mic was attached. That's there. all right. I don't, I don't know <laughs> Sorry, if it, I don't know if it was the uh, combination of the cigar against uh, against the whiskey itself, or if it was just the everything together in the moment created with the fire and all of us smoking and doing all that. I don't know if that created a special thing. Now again, what which was it a bourbon or cigar you're talking about? Yeah, both one together. Oh. Well, we, had we, that, we, we had, lit this up. We, we had that long-running joke about about mar marzipan, and I and I, 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 at some point I'll find a bakery that that, that, that a German bakery that, that makes marzipan, and then you know we can <laughs> we can make that pairing. I've been wanting Is to that do a that. bread marzipan? No, it's a, a yeast or no, it's. Mar what it, marzipan is it marzipan a oil oil based cooking? So there, I I grew up it's, with this. Marzipan is stupid. Let's just make sure we have that on record. Like truffle oil. So angry. Or truffle butter. No, don't, don't fuck with my hair, dog. Did you just call me a dog and talk about your hair? All right, come on, let's get into this uh, old out point. Yeah, let's cheers. Let's this. get hey, some hey, tasty hey, on here. Hey, let's get into this. I think we're getting off point here just because it's the. Because we don't do that. Is this the old birthday boy over here? Yeah. Uh, well, well, we went wax, off but point that's okay. We can be a little. Fucking birthday. Is there like a shine? Yeah, right, I get no, the shine out the of the white door right there. We'll just leave you big ass head right cowboy there. We're gonna go. Anyway, I'll tell you what. Give that a swig and chew it up. Tell me what you think of that. Man, you know what that does? No taste, no nothing. This has that. Uh, remember when I said, I wasn't on the podcast, we were talking about 
Oh, we had a ride. We were just hanging out, and I was talking about that ring the bell sweetness. Yeah. Where it like it hits your Adam's apple, and there's this moment of sweetness. No, and, and then a nice little flow down your. Yeah, yeah, and then you get the you get the the warming sensation, and and again. Warming is much different than that that whiskey burn that I talk about that a lot of people talk about and they use that term. The warming is, you know, you just you just had it you had a sip of the whiskey, it's going down, and now you've got a warm a soft guess kind of kind of settling moment. You know, throat's kind of warm. You, you retrohale the whiskey when you drink it down, blow out through your nose. You get this kind of settling barrel effect in the nose. Fantastic. And then the cigar, this cigar at least this Opus X against it, gives this ultimate like bounty quicker picker upper dryness that just brings everything back to normal and then you get this 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 uh this this like baseline earthy soilness that just flushes it out like a bland peanut and it's it's perfect together mm -hmm. it's perfect together i won't take anything away from that it's this like, it's has like to be in a ballpark yeah this exactly <clears throat> That's you know, it. or you go to like a roadhouse you have those stale shells oh, yeah. that you chew on yeah, it, it, this this right just on that first sip, against the smoke on this cigar, this is lights <laughs> out right away. I love this. Yeah, this is a great pairing. And the whiskey is again. I think there's something going on. We talked about the old elk we had uh, on Monday. I'm just, it just keeps getting better. I think there's this kind of transition that distillers are starting to pick up. Mark, I, I want to hear what you think about this. I feel like think about the rise that we've had over the past few months, right? With the exception of the. Uh, will it rye? Because that's just it's a high rye, right? That's that's an old school rye. <clears throat> the Christmas barrels rye, the old elk rye, this single barrel rye. Uh, we had a um, new riff rye. We've had some ryes. What I think we're finding is these people that are blending these ryes, they're trying to get rid of the barrel note, but they're trying to hold the wood and sweet note, but also find the perfect amount of spice from a rye and slam them together. I feel like distillers are trying to get rid of the differential of high rye and, 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 and rye. That's true. I think that's true, but 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 what, what's what's exceedingly rare is is to find um, a hundred percent rye whiskey. Not many not many people make wow. it. Uh, it's, it's expensive, right? Yes, right? it is. To, to do that. Yes. Yeah. And and actually, so I. This was this is before the podcast but but you you might recall we talked to people who were um local company um out, out of illinois the, the stumpies mm -hmm. they they really wanted to get into the rye business and, and yeah, but you don't get into the rye business making <laughs> fruit-based whiskeys. No, no, no. But, no but, caramel but, whiskeys, but, apple whiskeys, well, and, and banana their, pancake whiskeys. Man, I don't fucking well, know. And, you know. And their idea to, to manage the cost was 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 to or rye seeds, plant it, and harvest themselves, and 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 to produce rye whiskey. Well, that's halfway genius, right? But rye out of Kentucky versus rye out of Illinois, completely different thing. Sure. Yeah, but here's the, here's the fun fact about the Stumpy the Stumpy's whiskey, right? I know that family very very well. I yeah, we do too. Area. Yeah, we, we know they, a lot of them. But they, but they, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I know them but, from a family but, base. But, like but, I knew them far before they started to start that distillery. I paid them money. Well, so that's they, fair. So but, but they, they, they would have the ability to actually do that. Yeah, well, sure. No, and, no, no, and, no. And, and, sure. So yeah. so so Adam, his, he said that he said that that, that um, he, uh, he he what his first round of seeds with that that he planted. It, it, it actually turned out to be seeds for rye grass 
So he had this whole field of, of rye grass, not <laughs> not right. Shit just smelled like pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I said something on. Uh, we we tried to do a little pop up thing that the audio just ended up not working out Monday. It got so crowded and weird. But I said that one of the most unique things about rye whiskey is you know most times you go to a whiskey taste and they always have some kind of grain and fruit and trying to show you not the taste of what the whiskey would be like but the mouthfeel and what you can expect the easiest one across the board and i'll use will at rye for example if you take will at rye and you eat a piece of rye bread okay does rye, does rye grain taste like distilled alcohol no does the mouthfeel and the retro effect of it what you draw through your nose the, the way it works against the oxygen that you're drawing you, 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 it's the easiest parallel you can create. Hands down, easiest parallel. Because you can draw the spice from the bland to the sweet just based on that. It's almost like if, if you're smoking a true Connecticut cigar, okay? I've said this to everyone. Lick the salt off a of saltine. Let it dry out. I know it sounds stupid, right? Let it dry out. Chew that saltine with no water and then smoke a Connecticut. Hands down across the board, same same granulated texture same calm it's almost like a uh I, I call it i call it cloudy you know without trying to put a term to it it's a calm soft taste it's almost it's almost like nothing on your palate but there's something there's something there that is a connecticut shade true connecticut shade out of connecticut that is how that burns you know it's the easiest taste note to go back and forth on easiest too sorry at, at, at some point, there's 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 just one rye in particular that that comes to mind that we'll have to try. That, uh, uh, no, there's there's, there's going to have to be an occasion. No, no. It'll it'll there'll have to be an occasion um, for. Um, have you ever heard of um, the uh, what's it called? It's a it's um it's <laughs> it's the elderflower liqueur. They, they, Is that the one I drank that numbed my tongue? I uh, no no. When I was drooling out my mouth. I know what you're talking about that. That that's We're different. talking about a flower or a bourbon. Yeah, this guy. I come no, over no. one day and he goes, "Hey, eat this flower." I'm like, "All right, cool." I eat it on my left side, and I'm like this for like an hour. I'm like, "Oh, oh are you said the same flower that they serve at the at, at the Win in Vegas." Yes. You get the drink. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's not like the buzz out my mouth. Down it. it is. It's the same thing. It's exactly that. That's an Ozark, that's, almost dandelion okay. bud that okay, you know has a big numbing. Yes, I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay, so now I'm sorry I brought that up because because I was trying to bring up a point of reference because I, w I really wasn't trying to talk about that. No, you're good. What, what I wanted to say was that there was a that that the guy who who, who brought the elderflower it's called Saint Germain. At first, when when that came to market, it was it was this sort of revolutionary thing because 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 it it gave this sort of unique quality of, 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 of like honeysuckles and, and and a very floral bouquet that 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 that, that bartenders loved for, for craft cocktails and then it came to be known as like bartenders ketchup because every fucking bartender was using it in drinks right and 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 the guy who brought that to market what he really wanted to do was 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 whiskey and he brought he, if you've ever heard of, of lock, stock, and barrel, mm -hmm. that was that. Th those were 100% rye, and the last one that he brought to market before he died, unfortunately, at the age of like 38, was was an 18-year-old 100% rye. 
And that's that awesome bottle from Lockstock, right? The black dial bottle. Yes. It looks like the cover of, uh, and of course, I'm just not. looks like a black bottle. No, no, it's no, it's got the, it's the, the uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Like on the cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that one. Gangster shit. <clears throat> that's so, not the barrel I'm thinking. Of. I, I I have I have one bottle left of the F18. <laughs> Julian has one. At some point. You'll have to try that one. I, 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 it's, it's, it's a, it's a weird thing to compare every other ride to, to that because, that, because I thought that one was, was, was special. Well, yeah, that's kind of. I don't know how many people have drank that fucking rye, but you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting. Um, well, we're smoking through our cigars. How's that? So, I, fun thing I want to say is I've smoked through my beetle hole, and you can see where the beetle drove. It's the only divot. Ash is completely clean. Divot where the beetle ran through so, on the cigar. If and you can act if you look into the ash, you can see the hole. Yeah. See? You can see this cigar just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't, he doesn't look like it did too But no, but it, it's, it's I got like the best like Starship Troopers, we squashed them with our foot, man. Like so he came straight up so, and out. So what's the what would be the, the, the worst case scenario for something like that? Worst case scenario, like I was saying earlier, most beetles, the larva typically the larva usually grows on binders and fillers because because wrappers are so exposed. You know, most wrappers, you're getting into La Hero and Seiko, so they get more sunlight, shit gets a little weird. And then when you're using a wrapper, it's, ex it, a wrapper, it's exposed more to sunlight for faster maturation, to dry it out, add moisture as you need it, let it sit longer, you're, you're, you're wet napping it, you're doing different things to actually get the age on the wrapper that you want on the cigar. <clears throat> Usually, when you have big, big beetle damage on a cigar, you're gonna notice even if it's one, even if it even if, even if it's one hole, you're gonna see a lot. In, even inside the cellophane, you'll see what like sawdust, right? Because they, they chew through. But the funniest thing about beetles, once they chew through and out of the tobacco, they they live for about seven six seven minutes. They're dead. They're like termites. Right? Yeah, because the moisture content but, is what they need, but they burrow out. But you're not gonna see tunnels in that. No, and, and that's what's curious. That's what I was curious about coming down here. As soon as I smoke past this, this burn's gonna pick back up again, then we'll worry about this crack that's heating up down here. No, so you, know you say, I mean? interesting, we'll I that. had that crack in mine, and it, 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 I mean, you have a little bit of a rumble there, but like it burned through that crack, and, and now seemingly mm -hmm. it's totally fine. I, I think it was just something with the age. I mean, it was just, it was just old. Mm -hmm. and I think it just, maybe it, maybe it got pressed, or maybe it was that box. No, nah, the age won't do it. It's the, it's the, at some point in time, this cigar shrunk and swelled. Well, honestly, you know what it might have been? Something pulled in In the push. shipping process. Yeah. Especially this time of year coming Something. from Chicago to St. Louis. It probably got cold, and then when I put it back into the humidor, it swelled. And that's well, what kind of made those microfissures yeah. heat it up. pulled and pushed. Well, it's amazing you guys are talking about cracks and beetles. Um, pulling an open sex out of a freaking coffin. To me. Mm -hmm. Hey, this just goes to show. I don't care what kind of packaging you put on a cigar. This is a this is a living object. It's a handmade. I understand, product. but I'm Access just saying you're, you're talking move? about the upper echelon. No, you're talking about what people think is the upper echelon. Exactly. Well, I, I will say yes and also no because I will say as far as opuses go, if every opus that I can find that's worth a damn from this point on is as good or better than this, I will not be unhappy. Now I know. Well, and that's why we, we've talked about like you're not smoking you know regular production lots of these. You're not you know, if you're smoking sh double chateau fuentes. If you're smoking the pussy juice, if you're smoking the pink and black, if you're smoking the blue label Opus, if you if you get into true age prominent tobacco, I know you could you could take a curly half Maltoro Fuente, which is a, a, a fucking shit stick, 
But if you take it and you put an eight-year-old, you know, broadleaf wrapper on it and charge $35, it's going to smoke like a motherfucker and be good. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you I know, it's saying, quality yeah. of tobacco sense. that goes into cost. Oh, yeah. You know, so when you get into the, you know, as long as you're not playing in, because, yeah, this is a $50 cigar. Sure, right? Good cigar. Now, if it wasn't in this coffin, it'd be a $35 cigar and much more affordable. Mm. But this is a good opus. I'm not Shiny. upset with this cigar at all. Same time, there are lost cities that come in an A, and a lost city. The only rendition on that that makes it an opus is the opus broadleaf factor. That's it. So the now, binder and filler in that you're probably talking uh, Chateau Fuente King Bees, yeah. maybe. So now I'm, I'm, I'm much much deeper in, into this one than you are. I've been smoking this one a little bit quicker, the despite Chateau, the fact that I've also been taking pictures with you guys. So. And, and I will say, as I get deeper into this, like that, that spiciness goes away almost entirely, and you're left with just that pure creaminess. So that, that peanut, creamy peanut kind of texture you're, you're getting. So dry. Tongue so dry, drying your tongue out, cotton mouth it, kind it, of feel. I, maybe a little bit at first, but That's it just a Dominican last. thing, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's, it, a Dominican it's not thing. bad. I wouldn't yeah. say it's overpowering where it ruins that for me, but, but yeah, because I mean, you know I am. I mean, I'm not, like I said, Dominican is, is hit or miss. I mean, well, well, anything, I guess anything's hit or miss, but, but yeah. Oh, well, Dominican's hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like so, like with this particular this the stick, like it, it really does have that creaminess to it. So it's like the dry and the creamy kind of that comes after. But like with that creaminess, it almost makes you salivate more for the creaminess, and and it really just really does it for me. Like that's really good. So, so yeah. well, out of all the rise we've had, this one seems to be one of my more favorite. As well, this as, this has fun to it. Uh, I mean. And I really can't, I, I can't tell you like, man, where's my top five rise? But I mean, I, I really like this one for whatever reason. I don't think it's because of my pairing, which I think is equally as good, but I just think this is really a good ride. And why? Because it's a barrel pick. That's why I tell everybody, try these barrel picks, man. I mean, that's what we got going on right now. Cause it's hard to find other shit that you may be seeking. Um, I think this is a good one. I'm trying to think of some of my other more favorite rides. I know uh, New Riff is one we had on the show this year, which I thought was really good. Everything about New Riff has been really good. And if there's any other rides you guys have thought of that we've had on here, we haven't had a, a ton of rides, I don't think. So for, for cocktails, I think, I think that Christmas barrel rise is what, what did it for me for good yeah. rides. I love that one. Oh, what an Australia. Yeah. If you, for, for the average bartender, if you just, if you just ask him to name a rye, that, They'll, they'll, they'll say Templeton because it's good as a cocktail base. I, I, that's not one that, that that I really enjoy just drinking straight. And, I'm a Rittenhouse rye guy. Well, it's one of the problems with with with, with something like 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 the Wilderness Trail one. Open one of mine. I don't know. My my book's still out on the Wilderness Trail rye. Now the Christmas one was a little sweeter. The one we tried. On our Christmas uh, uh, episode, but yeah, that's that Woods Trail one. So the, yeah, the, the, the problem, gingerbread cookies, so, baby. So, uh, yeah, so when I when I when I when I so try good. that, and of course that's that that's that that's not a super expensive product. I mean, it, it's but I, I like that one enough that, that I almost feel sorry um, turning turning it and and into a cocktail because because I, I I I enjoy that one just by itself enough. Right. Well. $50 to $100 bottle of rye. We should be making cocktails with them. That's why I like the Rittenhouse. It's up over 100. It's going to hold your uh, your melt for a little bit. Well, but can we talk about there's something funny about Rittenhouse rye? Yeah. 
in a glass by itself, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, but I don't drink Rittenhouse rock right, but by this, itself. This is what, oh, what, I'm, what I'm asking. It's this a cocktail base. Yes, yes. By itself in a glass, it's, it's awful. But right. then it's probably the best rye, well-known rye base that you can see at almost every cocktail Because bar. you want that to hold up through... I mean, you know, it's going to take... If, if you've got a good ball of ice in there, it's probably going to take you 15, 20 minutes to drink that. And I think and you what, two drinks. when the you average, taste that right you know, out of it, the right content, hey. it's really high. Hold this. Let's take a little break. Underproof. Let's hit him with an ad. Let's talk about this when we come back. Because I want, I, want, I want Frankenstein <laughs> and Mr. Vanilla to go through their cocktail blends. And let's talk about the sphere of the ice. Let's talk about you had some brass things that came in today. Um, you've, got, you've got some whatever cubes that you put Gran in. Granite ones. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that. So, guys, All we're right. going to take a little break. We'll be right back in a little bit. We're going to hit you with our app, our sponsor, Wildwood Pub, and we'll be right back. Craft Imperial is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food, a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill, nightlife, and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside. Experience their four to five bay golf simulator, full 18 holes to a driving range. Go into Wildwood Pub, mention you heard about them on Craft Imperial Podcast, and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays. Drop in, grab a drink, have some awesome food, amazing people, and enjoy. All right, guys, we are back. We're chilling out. Everyone's mics are on. Uh, we're going to get a pour going, but we were just uh, um, tearing through the end of our cigars, working this stuff out. Um, no, we tried. You know, uh, I want to I want to ask you guys, Let's. Uh, I know we're going to get a bourbon. We're going to pour something. But uh, um, let's go back into what we were talking about on uh, cocktails. Or not. Um, so, yeah, I don't make cocktails, bro. I, I really, I mean, so, I unless do, it's I rum and whatever you got, not, not then to, it's. Not to the, the extent well, dude, like, you got Frankenstein over here that'll pull a butt plug out and make you the best cocktail you ever have. Then you got the cowboy. It's like, look here, man. It's three ingredients and a spin. No, no, I hear you. Cool, bro. So, right on. So here, here's here's a good one for you. I, I think that you'll you'll enjoy this. So so in the coming weeks, as the podcast begins to evolve, begins to evolve. I mean, and I think this is for listeners who may not be Patreons yet. I mean, what does something like give me like give me one thing on the Patreon that they that they need to look forward to that's coming up very soon? Well, that, and I'm that glad they, they may not see. I love how you lean into that because we have a huge giveaway going on uh, that's actually launching tonight, and it's a little bit of a contest. It's not much of anything like that. But um, the cool thing about the Patreon is, I know a lot of times podcasts these days, most people that do a podcast, they have a video format of it, and it gets blasted out everywhere. But one of the things that we talked about when this thing started and all the guests that we have and our co-hosts that are always here and doing this and that, and you've expanded into doing your blog and shit like that, and Mark's writing for places and things like that and reviewing it. It's awesome, man. And, and Hodgeline, we did this thing. We made it very clear. I don't want to be anything like anybody else. So I didn't want to do a podcast and then have a video format where if you subscribe to it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Wix, let me throw out all these other places it's available on you. Anything you can listen to words, it's on there. Um, but then just have the same damn video uploaded on YouTube because you start 
cannibalizing your 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 viewership, your your following. And this isn't a, a build out to you know. Would it be awesome if this paid the bills? Sure. I'm not Joe Rogan. That's not Elon Musk. This shit ain't gonna pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, that's the thing about the Patreon. You know, it's three dollars. Okay. And the best part about that. So what what the patrons did in that first three months of the Patreon, it paid for the stickers and cutters that we had inscribed that are being sent out to everyone when they arrive. So it's not like these things are being funneled out everywhere else. We made enough for the patrons. They're coming in the mail. That's why I asked everyone to make sure you left your address on your contact information so all this goes in the mail you're getting all that but then we started recording these snippets and like the the conversation with uh, project alan at project carbon today that conversation is on the podcast but if you want to see the video of it that'll be on the patreon right right so now let's let's go ahead and do this hey i'm gonna announce i'm gonna announce our patreon giveaway okay okay so on our patreon going live tonight is a alligator leather five finger cigar case um triple stitch gold zipper uh boveda section uh for a boveda pack in the humidor um two pockets for your lighter and cutter inside of that you're going to get a special kyle gellis from warp cigar pen you're also getting a crown heads court pop socket from uh the crew of crown heads and then what is a pop socket? It's the little thing that sits on the back. It goes in the back of your phone. Oh, you hold it know. back here, um, oh, and so then you can just, okay, I get you. And then the Viking, the Mad Russian, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Squirtin' German, and the Frenchman of the North. All the hosts that are on the podcast, everyone that's been part of this, is picking one cigar. You will not know these cigars. These cigars will not be shared. They are going into that humidor being sent to you with all of the craft and puro you're getting a hat you're getting a sticker and you're getting an inscribed uh, cutter they're not expensive cutters guys they're cheap but it's cool all of that is coming now the way this contest is going to work once we hit 25 patrons right because we're super popular and everything is awesome once we hit 25 patrons we are going to create a google randomizer with all of your names excluding any member that is part of the podcast because five of those subscriptions are people that are on the podcast we'll pull them away once we hit 25 we're going to randomize those 20 members you're going to receive that package next day aired as soon as the day we announce it okay it's out there we'll post about it tonight it's out there that's what's going to happen all right all right so now what are we going to drink you want to do something a little more involved yes because, uh, well okay yeah we need to get some details glasses. are fun we need to get some glasses then why we have glasses because, right here no everybody's gonna need three three uh, they don't have that many well, i have two i have two in my bag uh, andrew well what he's wanting to do is do come here old barkeep colorado <laughs> he's got three different so is there a way we have, we need, do Wait, you have enough glasses? Is Project Carbon hat? Yeah. Yes, and that's a, the Calaveras uh, gator that's in my that's truck. That's fantastic. God, um, you're like a Alan was on earlier, billboard. Man. Um, I love it. Can we have <laughs> six more glasses? I'm on the clock. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Do you want to get in on this? Yes, he uh, is. I need to clean some stuff right now. 
But six plus is okay. We'll tip you extra. Just the tip, though. Just the tip. Just to see how the tip bag sucks. He's got the hair for it. He's got the hair for it. So, all right, well, what are we doing, Mark? Okay, so. We got the table space, let's the, move some the, bottles. The last some. time that we were at the uh, Squirma Germans Squirtin abode, Germans. We, 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 we reviewed the Axe and Oak Distillery from Colorado Springs. Yes. It was, we tried the, the bourbon and the rye. I brought those back so we can try those again. And the reason is we can, we can tr try those against this their 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 seven year bourbon. Oh. It's their only age statement that they've ever put out and I thought it'd be really fun to, to try it as as Oh that'd be fun. A little another comparison. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. A linear thing. Yeah. Left or right. And that's the So originally what I what I, I, I had this set aside for 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 our New Year's Oh yeah, but then the Russian got a case of the giggles. Yeah. We won't go into why, but it was pretty great. Uh, marijuana. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get that out there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do this. I mean, however we do do it, let's do it. If you want to take a break, and we'll get it all set up. Yeah. Let, let's. Okay, guys. We're gonna hit you with one more break. Don't worry. This thing picks up right from where we left off, and. Uh, We'll get these poured, and then I'm going to let the Russian kind of explain uh, from left to right which direction we're going in. You want to going to work. You want to take a picture of it? So we'll be right back, guys. Stay tuned. All right, guys, we're back. So we have a really cool three-part tasting thing that we're going to go through to wrap out the episode. Um, and guys, you know, Berman Cowboy Eye, Mad Russian, Square Joe, thanks to everyone. Birthday, it's been awesome. And when we get done, we're going to have a lot more fun. So. Um, but um, Matt Russian, why don't you, so this is Axon Oak Distillery, which is one of my favorite distilleries in the world because there's something super unique about their bottles. On the back of their bottles, they write down, they write down what band they were listening to at the time they bottled it. So I have an Incubus and a Queen bottle. <laughs> well, I think the other thing that's really cool about them is, is Axon Oak, right? The, the, the bottle itself has a very, like, Nordic look to it. And I think that's the other reason why you're, why you're all in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, tell us about what we're doing here. Okay. Let's get into this first one. So, at at the German's house, we we did the, 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 the two main bottles from their core line. It was, and, and, and this is the order. I'm going to introduce them in that order. First one is the Axe and Oak Rye, and with the Rye, they don't, they don't, they don't actually, they, they indicate their 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 addition on the label, uh, and then we'll and, and then we then we do the their standard bourbon, and the fun part, of course, is that is that with the bourbon, they indicate which band influenced that batch, and so the the one that we're drinking. Is labeled Queen, so they were listening to Queen when they when they, when, they, when they made this. Oh, I have a applause button. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. So, and then the third one, of course, is their. This is this is as far as I know, this is their only age statement bourbon, any whiskey actually, and because the distillery just celebrated their seventh anniversary, and I mentioned this when we reviewed these other ones, but I didn't have this yet. 
they just teased that they were releasing it. Now I have it, and so this is this is their 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 seven year, and it's not just it's not just an age statement. This one is is also cask strength, so. So we, we should all keep that in mind as we taste it because because this one will obviously be stronger because okay the, their 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 their, their their standard bourbon is is, is ninety two proof okay now this is out of Colorado right Colorado Springs Colorado Colorado Springs Colorado all right so we're starting on the left let's go ahead and. Uh, and Cheers the, that. Oh, Let's, I'm sorry, sorry. The barrel strength is uh, 106.4. That's okay. seven, but that's the last one we're going to do. Yes. Yeah. So cheers to the first one, which is the... Say that again, Mark. Which was the first one again? This is the regular This is the rye. Rye. Okay. The rye. Gotcha. Rye. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And, we, and, and this is all, they're distilling sweet, right, everything. Not bad sweet, but they're good. doing I mean, it's it all batched and done all out of their distilling. Like, as it kind of goes glass, down, right? there's that little bit of heat, you know? That's not a rye. No? What makes no. you say that? It, it, it's, this is, again, I don't know if this is, uh, and actually that may be the point of, of the, is this a rye? Yes. The very first one. Yeah, no, I, I know the bottle says rye, but I'm asking, to, is this a rye? It, it, it's it's sweet. I get that. It's sweet, but it's also got a more of a, the, the oak is promised. It's got a little, so, so this, is, this is not 100% rye. It's almost the, like a little but, single malt. But to meet the legal definition, 51% like of this. Like a little single malt thing. Yeah. So 51% yeah. of this is rye. The rest of the mash bill is made up from corn. Oh, wait, and we're not there yet. It's corn <laughs> and malted barley. Like so yeah, I think that I think that malted barley is honestly what like it's Well, no, did you hear what he said? Malted barley. That's yeah, not malt. I, I have to like, give the cowboys like some a props. little malty single malt in there or something. Yeah, I that's felt it right away. I, I have to give the cowboys some props. Now I can and <laughs> the rush has been witness to this. You can pour me a single malt and you can grab me a cigar and I'll tell you what it is to the nose. I, I can do that. That's that's I that's the one little cork that I have. I drank so much single malt until I met these two dudes and started getting into bourbon. So it's, it's funny, it's interesting. But at the same time, he called it right away. It's a little malty, or single maltish. For me, where I draw my scotch flavor into an American bourbon, it's that citrus fruit. And this is where whiskey gets fun, right? This is malt single maltish yeah because that, i think that barrel note i'm talking about is that malt that barley that that kind of that thick thick uh syrupy gestation that's what i'm kind of surfing off there uh but that's there but i like how you immediately before he says the mash bill you, you have this i think it's probably because you've been so bourbon for so long and right I, and here's the funny thing that kind of broke you in a way you've never had bad scotch <laughs> You've only had a really good single malt. Oh, no, yeah. I started so. at the top and I'm working my way down. <laughs> yeah, that's basically like, the worst single malt he's ever had was was um, um, Hibiki, and that's not bad. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is the first Scotch guy I ever had was 18 year McCallan, and we fucking doubles of it. <laughs> you know, um, I like this. This is good. I just it's not again coming back and talking about rise and the way they progress and how those. Those bills are going together and how everything's working. This is not 
you can't call this a high, right? You can't call this a sweet, right? You can't call this a a build out. But again, still on this, still on this A, this opus that is going to last this episode, and I didn't think it would. I told you <laughs> this, this, the prominent sweetness really opens up that dryness, that Dominican mm-hmm. tobacco. It really brings forward that peanut. Sometimes it's hard to land to land the exact kind of malted nut you're going after in a cigar, but it really draws for that peanut butter. I'm talking Peter Pan, baby Jiffy Crunch. Yeah, so, I get it. So the cigar, I, I'm actually I'm, I'm smoking something different than you guys. I I, I, I went in the second one because because mine, well, mine didn't last as long as yours. And I knew it. You didn't have the girth for it to last as long. Sorry, buddy. We didn't either, bro. So <laughs> so this one, this this is the the foundation. Wise man, uh, box press. This is the oh. one that that, that 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 they tout for people who've never <clears throat> tried their brand, um, because they say this is the one that got the awards in 2018 for best Nicaraguan robusto. Whatever. I I don't, I don't give a shit about the about the awards, but but I but I do actually like this one. This is a Nicaraguan puro, and and I don't. This is not as good as as as. Oh, well, yeah, let's let's let's. Okay, it's a good cigar. I, I, really, all I right? meant to say is that mine's different than yours. Well, yeah, you're Russian, dude. Duh. <laughs> all right, so let's go to what are we, what is the second pour? Let's talk and about I'm not saying stuff. let's have to drink them all. Let's just no, no, no. Let's go I through just, them. And I then personally, we can and I'm not saying you guys have to join in on my little uh, thought <laughs> pattern here, but I like to go through these fairly quickly because I don't want to forget what I what I. I tasted in that first one, give my palate a little bit to recover, and then I like to go through these because, um, anyway, I'd like to try the second one if everybody's cool. Well, yeah, so Russian this, we can always come back and yak about it. Second one is their bourbon, and, and the, the, although the mash bill is not specific as it is in some, in some other brands, in this case, because it's a bourbon, 51% is from corn, and the rest of the mash bill comes from malted rye and malted barley. Dude, they're all about that malt, man. They're all about that malt. So I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not at mad at it at all because here's what's funny. Each one of these juice had the same color. <laughs> See now that smells like a rye. <clears throat> that's got the spice of a rye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that one even, you're right. That one tastes a little more rye than I definitely got like a malty, almost single malt out of that first. This one. Well, that to me, that like, right there, that, that you're touching like Isla, kind of Highland peated, peated rollout on like a high mash bill. So you're looking at, you're looking at more of a, uh, um, more of a smoke, uh, smoke forward alcohol after. So it's not, it's not a peated feel, but it's 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 robust. You know, it's it's got more girth to it. Soaking. It's a fun thing we learned today. Soaking. Yeah. Soaking. I'll explain that later. Mother Russia. Oh my god. Oh, and Mother Russia is here, by the way, guys. She's here. Hi guys. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh hey. Yeah. Um, oh. All right. Cool. So that was that was good. Now let's go to the the last oh, one is the one that I that that I'm most excited for you guys to try. Of course, <clears throat> this is. So the distillery was founded in 2013. So this is the culmination of, of their efforts. This is this 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 is the only one that they felt was worthy of an age statement. 
it's bourbon and in and in this case the mash bill is stare right at me. <laughs> we know that it that because it's a bourbon at least 51% is corn and the rest is malted, malted barley rye, and rye. And yeah beer. okay yeah we we pretty much figured out their mash bill across the board this is just a seven-year-old version of the the with a higher production. Yeah, with a higher per cash strength. So it's one hundred seven. You said, which is a low cash strength, right? Right. What is it again? One hundred seven. One hundred six point four. Okay, so isn't oh, okay? So in, like in, already in American whiskey isn't the average cash strength one hundred twenty? Right, because isn't I, I know that one hundred twenty-five is where they start to dilute down for taste. It, it tends to be that high, but but you know earlier we we tried the E. H. Taylor, the first E. H. Taylor barrel proof that I tried was one fifteen. Well, but we were well, we're also used to our favorite Booker's releases that are one twenty-five point four at the bare minimum. That's, so that's right. But I will say on the nose, this already already emanates more alcohol than any of the other two wow. together already. And this is their standard? No, 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 this is the barrel this, proof. No, this is number three. Okay. Are you on number three? No, I'm on the second. Number three. Oh, number three, okay. We're on number three first, okay. Yeah, no, see, we had this the other day. <clears throat> see now that on an initial taste? That's got that Jolly Rancher sweetness. It's got that pure sugar sweetness where like your your teeth get rubbed by the barrel the wood you you have that yeah uh, yeah and then and then there's you know my, my you my can taste terms, the jar a bit my yeah. terms are stupid but they're me so get over it no, no, it's no, my no. birthday leave me alone um you know but that that is that it, this is what i think their their base should be start here start here and then go from there because what's weird is the rye wasn't quite a rye, and we'll go. We're gonna go through them again. We still have pores left. Rye's a rye, but then the regular production, like that's different than my incubus bottle. That's not the same thing. It didn't taste the same. Now no, again, I haven't drank it in a well, year and a half. It's, so it's, I'm, it's, it's a different. I'm pulling you know, bullshit so out of my ear. So interesting, but, interesting you know. thing, and this is something that I actually gifted to the, the Mad Russian and 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 and, and Mama, Mother Russia over there. Mother Russia. Ma Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I gifted them a book that actually talks about music and, and whiskey pair, and drink pairings, right? Um, yeah. and, and I thought it was really cool because that really, I think even in the build process of, of like this stuff, right? When you're you're building the mash bill, you're, 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 you're thinking about it, like what, do you, what you want it to be, that influences all that stuff. Because I mean, uh, we, you, you talked about on our Christmas, our Christmas podcast, right? You see something first, and you get that impression. And well, you well, what you, what, what anybody thinks, the first sense that you use, it's never your touch, it's never your smell, it's never your hearing, it's always your eyes. Right. So, always. so, so to, to, to continue what I was saying, you see it, and, and that's your first impression. Like, wow, okay, that looks really great. The build is really nice. It looks really good. Uh, you know, the, the wrapper looks beautiful or whatever it might be. Or in this case, like the label looks good. It's really dark. It's really like, it looks like it's got a lot of richness to it. And then, and then obviously you smell it, and then you taste it, and that builds that profile. So I think when you're listening to that, you're listening to a music that really influences everything else. Because in that case, you're you're hearing and and you're seeing something just about at the same time, right? So you're listening to a music and you're looking at something and you're like, how do I want this to be? So I think that influence really what comes is that, out. They call the Beethoven effect. Is that what that is? I, I'm right? not 100 on what they would call it. It could very well be, and that would make sense, but. 
I think that it, I think that that really comes to play in this because you said that like the Arinky Abyss bottle is far different than this, and I think that's a really great. Oh my queen! I have a bottle that says queen. I don't know why his says queen. Right. Bottle so, mine at the same time. So, so it's interesting. Rude. You know, like I think it's really interesting. Or they just like clean, like so, clean. I mean, well, we're not mad at that. Okay, so, waiting so, on that, looking for that Billy bottle. Well, so, so in this one, it's interesting that you, that you say that. Um, they have the space for the tunes that they were listening to, and there is nothing listed here. Uh, Instead, so, uh, so what? COVID power outage. So for their for their handwritten thing, the top is the barrel number. The second is the bottle number, and the third is the tunes. And in and in the seven year, it says this is bottle one hundred six out of two hundred fifty, and that's the only information that we get. So this is bottle one hundred six out of. 250 we have no idea what in what music influenced them well because this is seven years of music well right. listen this was so i really like this process that we did one two and three i think this is a natural ultration um uh, how ultration that's probably not the right way but uh, a natural progression yes. Progression, progression of how we went from one to two to three, and now we're at a seven year for them. They finally feel confident to put a year a statement on it because if you look at these in the light, they all look the same color for the most part. But I, I can actually see how they got to this point. And then this one for me is like the beauty of everything they got to this point. And I, I think it's a fantastic uh, pour. And um, it's everything that you want. If this is seven years, right? And the proof is really high. For me, it's just like a really mature seven year that really does all the good notes that you like in a good bourbon. It, But it's still like, when I first started, I tasted the malt, and then maybe a little more, um, and I'm not saying harsh, but I, I could taste a little more fruit, heavier, heavier, a little heavier fruit in, in this one. It's just a natural um, to where you're getting a little, just a little bit of the wood in the barrel, and now it's maturing to a point where it's something really kind of special at seven years. And, and I, I think this is really good stuff. I mean, so what, what, but in I'm six, not, seven years, you're really getting to a point where things are really rocking right now. I want that. And so, I think this is, uh, I think it's great that we did this, like from step one, step two, step three. So one of the things that I find it kind of exciting about this also, this is, like so, you know, like, we, we've, we, we've, we've tried whiskeys that that, that that had different uh environmental conditions like for right. for, for example now quick we, we i think i asked this right here, real quick they're grain to glass right everything is colorado colorado yes. grain all the way yes no, not sore which which, which right okay. which means that that everything that we're tasting it's very colorado it, it was produced at six thousand feet elevation and yeah, we're maybe. tasting it at sea level i don't know oh. if that yeah we are we so suck. also no, but but that's one of the kind of kind of the exciting factors. Like we we, we tried the Jefferson's Ocean the other day. That, that was that was something that was that was not just aged at sea level, but you gonna start a production on a, too. on a ship. So well, here's the other. Thing. You're telling me that the proof on that was like 
100 and what? Almost 107. Okay, so 107. Again, I mean, we're I'm drinking something 107, and when I drink that, it is fabulous, man. I mean, it just rolls around. There's all these really complex flavors, and it's there's not even a burn whatsoever. I don't even feel the alcohol in it. Um, now, granted, we've all been tasting a lot of things for the last hour or two, but I am really, um, uh, really interested in, in continuing my relationship with that number seven because well we've got uh, I, think I would like to see really where this goes we have something really fun happening that since we pulled these eyes that know this is going on we are going to have the master distiller and head of operations of action oak on the podcast the week of valentine's day so, um, but I can definitely. I dropped some names. I said I knew some people. So I we tried about being in Colorado. But would you agree with me that you tasted some of the same notes from the number the, the one and then That's the two, and they're all in there. It's well, just like this is more matured, and all of those things that you tasted in the first two are in there. It's just a more mature well, level. Here's, here's, here's what I mean. Weird. So I don't think any. I don't want to push my think, shit on. No, 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 I don't but. think any of two is in the seven, but I think the base of the seven. Oh yeah, there's definitely rock. some good fruity flavors. Yeah, there. but I see this is where whiskey gets fun, right? I got more fruit out of the so and so rye than I did the production bourbon. Maybe that's that because was of the cigar you're smoking, Maybe. too. Maybe. Oak could be. And that's what's unique about that. But Axe and Oak is, hang on, man. Let's just be honest. Like best label in the business. <laughs> did you say what? What did you say? Best label in the business. <laughs> it is? Uh, well, I've drank a lot of Breckenridge. And yeah, Breckenridge has the worst label in the business. I personally <laughs> like this label. I would rather swing... Um, yeah, I, sw- I swing that way too. Sure. I I really feel like this is <laughs> you a little. I hope I'm not. I mean, maybe I haven't had all of Breckenridge's shit because I know they're uh, putting a lot out right now. But well, you're talking Breckenridge Distillery, right? Yeah, 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 so, yeah, so yeah. They, they make uh, their their uh, what they, they call it the frost chilled rye, that yeah. white frosted bottle. That's really cool because the thing since we're jumping, you know, whatever, that rye is aged consistently out of Breckenridge at below freezing temperatures. Yeah, and not so only that, it's almost like we, everybody's got different Canada. taste profiles too. I'm not saying like, oh, oh, you should listen to what I'm saying. I'm just saying <laughs> my palate. Ladies and gentlemen, is ladies and gentlemen. This is the marine a little bit from more here. That doesn't mean Breckenridge ain't kicking ass and doing really well. I mean, I, hell. So, uh, but I, I do like these flavors. These guys are pumping out. It's okay to out. say this yeah. is better. So th- this is, and we haven't done it. We haven't done a lineup, a left to right linear progression on Breckenridge. But out of Colorado, it doesn't. I'm telling you right now, this. These are the only this two. This is well, and then Strahan. Is it called Strahan? Strahan. Yeah, out of four, and then we've had ten cup. That's out of the isn't well, ten, ten cups cup? out of Colorado Springs, and we've yeah. had so some ten so year my, ten cup was really good too. Yeah, and, and I'm particularly proud of, 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 of that that I can introduce this because yes, you are because this is this is my Dude, my hometown. on a roll, man. I go, it brings I, out the axe and the five year wise man. So I I go back to to, to, to Colorado Springs. What are you buying? At least once, twice a year. For 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 them, I mean, I, 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 I was I, I was born there. I graduated from high school there. I, I, I graduated from college there. 
This was this the, the so I. I you sound like you don't get up much. <laughs> yeah, you're boring, dude. Yeah. Anyway, I actually, actually, I should no, no, I get around. I get around. We know. And 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 I. Why we wrapped up with that? just showed up and he's getting around. Russians and whores. It's it's like peanut butter and jelly. You know, it works. But I make. But I'm. But I make it back there. I make it back there yeah, because it's a special yeah, place. It's a do. special place, and and you oh, guys yeah. are and and I really, actually, my dream is that we can all do this there. Yeah, hey, quick cigar it. smoking shout out to Mother Russia for that awesome retro hill a minute ago. Dude, that was awesome. That I was live perfect. For the retro the hill, okay, baby. don't be weird about it. We're oh, just talking. Anyway, all right, guys, check it out. So this is the podcast, man. We're good. It is the Vikings' birthday. Third person again. He's so crazy. Look at he's him. He's taking so care of his own weird. birthday. That's what he's saying. Yeah, we're going to do some shit. We're setting this up, man. We're going to keep going through this linear build. Guys, yeah. thank you for joining us. I'm going to sign this off, and then all the guys and, and the, the Mother Russ are going to say their goodbyes, all that. We are at Lit Cigar Lounge, Chesterfield, Missouri. The best spot now that pours are available. The bar, you can't deny it. The growing of the humidor, you cannot argue with what's inside there. You guys coming here, sitting these digs that we're sitting in. Here's the thing, guys. We've been sitting here recording this podcast all night, and there's been in and out 15, 20 people, and you haven't heard a single word out of any of them. That's the spacing we have. That's the environment we have. That is what Lit Cigar Lounge is. It's growing. It's getting better. The OG sponsor, the original sponsor of the podcast, and thank you to Lit. This is the Viking. I'm out. You boys, say your peace. Go ahead. Go ahead, oh, hey, you guys. Thanks again for having me on. It's been really awesome. Oh, hey. Thank you for the pictures today, man. Those no, are going to no, be really no, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And you'll see lots of awesome um, awesome things coming for, for pictures <laughs> of all that we've done here today. I mean, that's one thing I want to do if I'm on the podcast. I will most definitely get some good <laughs> picture media that. for you guys. But seriously, again, thanks for having me out. I appreciate everything you guys have done. I mean, it's been an awesome thing to have your guys' help exposing, especially with my new blog and things like that. You guys have helped me so much already. And, and I appreciate you guys. And really though, um, huge shout out to Lit. And uh, thank you guys. Um, this is, uh, you know, as, as they say, this is the squirming German. Squirting German. Squirming German signing out. Squirting. <laughs> he can't get away Squirting. from it. We all know that it'll never happen. No, it won't. Listen, this is the Bourbon Cowboy and I'm gonna turn it out to the Russian to finish it out because he finished out with this freaking awesome shit from Colorado, brother. Take us out. Yes, and that means I want to drink a lot of whiskey. And, well, and, yeah. and, and this this is always is a special privilege. It is. I, I would I would never have started my own podcast because I don't. This isn't my thing. But I'm I, I'm the, the 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 important point that I want to make is that I'm proud to be a part of this. I'm grateful to be a part of this. And that's so heartfelt tonight. No, 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 I know. No, it is, though, but it is. It's kind of a special night because we we dialed this in, and it's from Colorado. It's your hometown, and I think it's fabulous. And, of course, we have the birthday boy, which we're not really supposed to be celebrating the birthday boy tonight, but we are. So, hey, let's close this shit Oh, he's 14 tonight. Mama, Alyssa, you want to say? Oh, look, there's Brian as well. 
Would you like to say any closing? Brian, moments? get over here. Hey, come on. We're signing off the podcast, man. Come get ready man. to sign out. We just got the done Brian talk, talking about Brian Snyder, guys of Lit Cigar Lounge. Pop that mask off, man. There's no COVID here. How you doing? There's We're all no positive. COVID. Take it off. Yeah. It's yeah. We're drinking alcohol. There's Take no way that COVID could be a thing. We've killed it all by drinking as much as we That's just this is what we go for. Sounds confident. Got a lot of glasses over here. Yeah, we did a little taste off for me to chew into, man. Yeah, no, that Brian's too small to talk, dude. <laughs> Work this out. How's everybody doing? <laughs> We're good, man. It's um, your birthday. Yeah, I'm 12. They you say look a day over 42. It's your birthday. I'm working, man. I'll be 42 the rest of my life, bro. What I'm are you a drinking? hot 31 and 87 in the knees. What's up? You are so we have we have a poor setting for you. Uh, we had uh, Alan from Project Carbon on today. We talked to Lit. It was a lot of fun. Talked to Alan, talked about Lit, I apologize. Had a lot of fun, it was a good time, man. I'm glad you're here. That's good, I'm glad I'm here too. Yeah, so we're signing off, so say hi, bye. What's going hi, on? Hi, bye, thanks Is for there anything here. new at Lit that we need to put out to the podcast? It's There's the best something, man. Cigar bar in the we're, Louis area. we're back open. I mean, well, if that, that can't yeah, be more exciting. Too. Yeah, yeah, you're you know, right. Yeah, we're uh, up, we're all here. we're here, we're all drinking. We're all kicking. Cocktails with ice. What are you gonna do? True, right on. Right? All right. All right. Cool. Good news. That's your seat right there. Come join us. All right. Hang on. There you are. All right. Thanks, man. See you later. Russians, take us out. Thank you guys for everything. Really appreciate everybody who who, who participates in this. We've we've extended this now to the Pravada Cigar Club community. That, that 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 was a big deal. Well, you know what? Say thank you to those guys for everything we're doing, man. Because we've had so many followers come on from that club, and you know, none of us are on. Well, Haji has joined the Barbado well, Farm Club. I'm yeah, on there and, now. And, so so that, that's a special community. Yeah. That that, that I, I I also feel like that that's a special privilege. And as I explained in the podcast to Brian, cigars for me first of all were. A community thing it was a way to connect with people i didn't learn about cigars until and, and, and until i came became a part of this and so it's only natural that those two things kind of fuse together and i know that those guys appreciate it so i'm 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 it's a, i'm really privileged to be a part of both well dude thank you and your shirt's epic unicorn unicant as much of you in a can. Unicorns are rare, baby. They were born on the 14th of January. <laughs> Unicorns are born on a certain day? I didn't know that. No, you didn't know? You want to see my horn? I didn't know. No, we don't want to see my <laughs> no, horn. I didn't know I was here. I get painted like a rainbow. We'll fly, too. I tuck that thing in, you'll start squealing. Put that pig in the wind, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our fun, man. Look, I'm out, man. Hey, cowboy, Listen, for me, the Viking and the bourbon cowboy, we can't be more happy about our podcast today on the Vikings' birthday. He is 14. So listen, we're out, and we'll see you next week. Cheers.